Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. May the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock, my redeemer. Amen. Make yourself at home. Good morning, all. Who else is like channeling and storing up all the warmth because Wednesday's supposed to be so cold? No? Just me and Beck? Okay. 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 So this morning we're going to be looking at this beloved verse in Matthew Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. Um. And I'm just excited just to like pause with, and we're just going to literally look at that first word, love. We're going to just simmer in that this morning, love. It's one word with such a mighty, mighty call. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. And so I just, I would love this to be an experiential time together. And so I'm going to ask some questions and I just, I welcome your input. When I first say the word love, when you hear that in the context of this verse, what definition would you say? What's the first thing you think of when you hear the word love? Call it out. Mommy. Well done, sweet soul. Well done. What do you think of when you think of the word love? Perfection? Affection. Okay. Affection. What else? Say it loud. Devote. Devote. Okay. Work. Good. Some honesty. Here we go. Okay. Tunement. Yeah. Scene. Yeah, just sit with it for a bit. When you think of the word love, what comes to mind, especially in the context of this verse in Matthew? Maybe safety. Maybe delight. Maybe obligation. Maybe love to you means intimacy. Well, here's my true confession. When I first, as I've been preparing for this, when I first read that verse, do you know the word that came to mind? And I'm not proud to say this. Duty. I literally thought, because of how I've heard this used and maybe abused, when I think of love sometimes, my experience or the expectation has been, love is a duty. Love is a duty. It's something I have to do for someone else. It requires an abandoning of self to do something for someone else. Love means I have to abandon my thoughts, my heart, my body, my own needs and wants. This is not the definition of love. Because here's what I look like when I'm trying to love through the definition of duty. Uh, I go into do mode. You can ask my family. They're like, watch out. I start strong because I get super eager and excited about things in the beginning, and then I quickly end in exhaustion. It's my own definition of love that feels compelled to be patient, and then it peters out with a big old pout. I try to love, but then I start focusing on tasks like cleaning baseboards and, um, you know, like random cobwebs in the corners and little dust bunnies, and I start living in the future, 
And then I want to throw the whole love the Lord your God thing out the window. I want to throw it in the recycle bin and start again. So I, mean, I, just, I just wonder, when we think of this verse, like how do you love, how does one love the Lord your God? Like how do we even begin to love the creator of the universe? With the wrong definition, it most likely will feel like a weighty task. But here's the beautiful truth. Love doesn't do, love is. Love doesn't do, it just simply is. And so my prayer becomes, God, teach me to love. Teach me to love like you. Oh, wait. Teach me to love like you first loved us. This is love. To first receive the love that God surrounds us, he fills us, he is with us, he is love. And so I wonder, what if we adopt a more compassionate definition of love? Last weekend, there were a few couples that we were at the couples retreat in Stanford, Kentucky. If any of you have a chance to experience this magical little town, please do so. It is precious. And while we were there, they were, Mark and Becky were showing us these homes that this couple has kind of revitalized this dying town. And so we were getting to tour these these houses and this couple has paid such attention to detail that in every home and this is a must they have like fitted and built these little tiny libraries in the shelves and in bedrooms which if you know me speaks my love language I mean books everywhere and if you any of you listen to Nate Bargatze's did you guys listen to his stand-up last night for SNL please go listen he has a hilarious thing about books side note that's a freebie um but I've been sitting with this idea of love, and I was immediately drawn to one of the books that was in the bookcase, Madeline Ingalls' book, Circle of Quiet. Have any of you read her work? She's the beloved author of a Wrinkle in Time series, but she also has some beautiful books for adults. And I was reading the first couple chapters, and she has the most magical definition of what love is in the context of this verse. And it's this conversation that she's having with a teenager. What is love? And they, de- they decide love isn't a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's not just this cognitive thought. She says this, love is relationship. Love is relationship. And so if love is a relationship, how would you define relationship? When you think of relationship this morning, what do you think of? Shout it out. Huh? Connection. Connection. What else? Family. Yeah. Maybe mutuality. Reciprocity. What else do we think of when we think of relationship? Trust. Yeah. Yeah. I think Megan said earlier attunement. Love is relationship. And so if God is love, then everything in creation is echoing his love through the lens of relationship. The acorns, we also like to call them seeds of hope. The second bloom of wildflowers. The toddler who is discovering how to walk and say no. None of us know what that's like, no? Mm -mm. The muddy paw prints on the floor. Love is also being offered through the cancer diagnosis, the autumn air, 
the questions that surface in the middle of the night that some of us ask that go something like, God, if you're love, then why this loneliness? Why this war? Why this ache for more? If God is inviting us to love, then it starts with slowing our mind and our body and our spirit to the right here, right now, to the present. To live in relationship with ourself. Connected as a whole human, integrated, aware, present. And connection, like somebody just said over there, connection and relationship only happens when our minds and our bodies and our hearts are present to listen, to be aware, to be in relationship with self so that we can be in relationship with God and others. And yet, how easy is it to live disconnected, right? Our, th our minds are thinking, I mean, how many of you are thinking right now, like, this is where I'm going to go to lunch after this lady's done talking? Yeah, we're already thinking, we're in the future. We're already, we're thinking about our to-do list. We're thinking about the things we need to do when we get home. Maybe the, the dust bunnies that need to be ignored. And then while we're thinking in the future, our emotions are also reflecting on a conversation that we had earlier in the week. Maybe something hard that happened. And our body, our body is desperately trying to listen, but it's trying to catch up with where our minds are in the future and where emotions are in the past. And I wonder what this is like for you right now. I wonder if you just pause for a moment and just listen. What are you thinking about right now in this moment? What thoughts are bumbling around in your mind? What emotions and feelings do you notice? What's happening in your body? Some of you are like, I, you are asking questions that I do not even know. Like, but this is the invitation that God's talking about. To love with our whole beings is to slow down and listen to actually what's happening in the present moment. Love includes being in relationship with ourself. Love is relationship. This passage has nothing to do with duty. And it has everything to do to love God and a more of a call toward relationship. Because if we're loving God with all of our being, all of who we are, then we are in relationship with ourself. We are tuned, we are secure, we are safe, we are present to listen. And this is where love begins. We slow down to listen to our thoughts to let them shake hands with our body, to notice what our heart is asking us to hear. And I imagine that we've all tried in some capacity to love with only one part of us, right? Maybe some of us are more intellectually inclined, and so we think about love a lot. And that's good to a point. And some of us maybe are big feelers and we feel love and we feel like it needs to be an emotion. And that works to a point. But what does it look like to integrate all the parts that God is talking about right here, our mind and our body and our soul 
because when we integrate all these parts, then we're actually present and in this moment right now to then love God with everything that we have. I want you to think of a time that you felt most loved. I want you just to pause and just consider for a moment. When was there a moment where you felt so truly loved? What was that like for you? Is it safe to say that you were so present that you were able to receive that love? Because we can't love when we're living in the future or in the past. We can only truly love and receive love when we're in this moment right here and now. This is the magic of receiving love because here and only here can we be attuned to this still, small voice that calls you beloved. He loved us first, and when we are present to receive and be, we are attuned to return our small offering of love. And here's the beautiful freeing part. We don't have to love God like he loves us. You just get to love God the way that you love. I think of a conversation I had years ago where I was sharing with someone about um, my like try hard love thing that I wanted to like put on like a coat. You know, I was like trying to love this person that was really hard for me to love. I was sharing with her how frustrated I was and she kind of paused and in a like honest but kind of snarky way, she was like, oh, so you're trying to be God? And I was like, I am, yes. But I realized I was. I was trying to love with like this divine, all-encompassing, unconditional love. And instead, I, I just, I needed to give myself permission to like love with what I had in that moment, which was enough. We don't have to love God like he loves us. We simply get to love him with all of who we are. And so for you, maybe some of you loving, maybe passionate and warm, handing out friendship bracelets, it's gonna happen here. For some of you, loving may be quiet and disciplined and focused. However you feel most alive and connected, that is you loving God. And that's freedom. That is so freeing. You don't have to love like the person sitting next to you. You get to love the way that you love because that's actually what is true and what is you. And the rest, loving your neighbor as yourself, all of that overflows from a place of being connected. All of that's frosting. We love our neighbors as we love ourselves because we know we have a self that is first able to receive. We don't leave ourself to receive love. We show up with our true self to receive love. And then we give love from a space of overflow and extra from genuineness. God, teach us to love. In this journey toward love, may we make space to remain neighbor and friend and not attempt to replace our position as God. Let's just simply love him and let us receive and share from overflow. Love is relationship. We love God with our whole, authentic, connected, integrated selves, because this is where we are. We love him with a posture of relationship. And so in closing, we're gonna do something kind of fun after we come to the table. 
But um, our crew, plus Brandon, have spent the week making friendship bracelets for all of you. And they are a tangible offering and reminder that love is relationship. And that is the filter that we are looking and loving through. And so after we come to the table, there's a little gift. There's some baskets over here. Feel free to find the one that speaks to your soul. I tried to think of all the people. We've got color coordinated. We've got black. We've, we've got you. We even have little tinies from Mr. Beckett. So, um, and if there's not enough, come and let me know, and we will, we will work on them this week. But we, have, we literally thought of each of you as we made these. So um, have fun and enjoy after we come to the table and take one. But as we close, how do we adopt this spiritual discipline? How do we love God with our whole heart and our whole mind and our whole body? May I suggest a few questions to reflect on as we live through this definition that love is not duty, love is not obligation, love is relationship. And I offer these questions to you to, to reflect on. Am I living in the present? Am I making it a practice to integrate my mind and my body and my heart? And this takes practice, you guys. I grew up in a family where we did not talk about emotions except for joy. And so I hit like midlife awakening. It's not a crisis, it's, a, it's an awakening. Um, and I was like, what are these things coming up that I don't know what to do? It takes practice to slow and to listen. What am I thinking about? What emotions am I feeling? What is my body saying? Permission for the journey, it takes time and practice. Am I loving from a space of needing nothing because I already have everything? Am I loving from God's strength, not from my own ego? Am I loving from humility, not superiority? Am I gracious and abounding in spirit and fullness or duty and obligation? Am I mindful to be a friend and neighbor without trying to be God? Am I loving God with my authentic self, not who I want to be? Are we just showing up who we are right now in this moment? That's enough. That's love. That's what's real and true. Am I loving God through relationship today? If it's not relationship, friends, it's not love. Am I in loving relationship with myself? Am I in loving relationship with my neighbor? Am I in loving relationship with God? And may this be our compass for loving God with all of our mind and our heart and our body. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.